And it's another good afternoon to everybody listening today as we bring you another session of Two Smoking Guns here on 88.3 Southern FM on this oh, interesting Sunday afternoon. But uh, as always, my great mate, uh, mate, we're getting closer. We're getting closer until we can uh, we can still share the studio and play ping pong like we used to across the desk. <laughs> good afternoon to you, Rutsy. Afternoon, Scotty. How are you, buddy? Uh, I'm a bit flat, but uh, we'll move on from that. Oh, uh, well. Uh, we're just not getting the... The enjoyment and the freedom we would prefer to have, no, but um, no, no. there's nothing we can do about it. All we can do is bring a two-hour slice of enjoyment and merriment That's it. to the people that are listening, because most people in Melbourne today would be flat as a hat, um, something hat, wow. and um, we're our job. Our job, Scotty, yes. our community service role yes. on this radio station. Our responsibility. community radio yes. is to keep everyone smiling and happy, and we've got... I've plundered... I've plundered the papers today. I've got that much material to get through. We just need to get started because there's you, tons to do. You've got more articles than Rupert Murdoch. I do. I do. I mean, we must, we must start yes. with, footy, with sport. With sport. Yep. Because as you said, as you walked in oh, today, you've called it's it... an extravaganza. That's what you called it. An extravaganza it of is. sport. Mate, so let's go, let's go back to Friday. Friday. Right? Correct. Yep. So we've had a we've had a little bit of a look at uh, a footy team go there. It wasn't a bad game. Yeah, pretty good game. Yeah, yeah just did not the result I wanted, but that's all right. Yeah. And then yesterday, Scotty, can yeah. I tell you? Yeah. Well, hang on, you got a spring in your step. I've got a spring in my step. I I um I spent yesterday studying the form guide. This is um this is a bit of a revelation for you because you were never a horseman. No, well, for I, many 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 years, I, it never really I, caught your attention. But I, you've you've been on you've been on the punt a bit. I don't mind going to the the races yes. occasionally. I'm not a big race go. I must yeah. say, I'm not a, day. not a not a VRC member or anything like that. My yeah. father was was massively into all of that, yeah. of course, because he was involved in the racing industry. But uh, no, I, I was I was I, I've I've been hooked a little bit by <laughs> punting on the multis on the footy. <laughs> but yesterday, of course, was Caulfield Cup Day and yes, the Everest and the Everest fifteen million dollar race. A little bit of a boil over, I think. And uh, Rutsy won the quaddy yesterday. Yeah, now you told me that, and to I, that, that's a very good get. Because uh, I was down, I was up, then I was sideways, then I was down, and then yep. race eight came home for me. So I it, end, ended the evening in, in racing parlance, Rusty. Yes. Yeah. Um, how wide did you go? No, no, three, 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 three. In Throw, the oh, yeah. that's even straight better. down the middle. Oh, that's even better. Straight down the road. Oh, yeah. And uh, oh, the look on my face when the uh, spring, the money came up. Did you have first and second in the cup? In your uh, numbers, no. Well, so you had I, well, very elegant. Well, I did. I had very elegant. Yep. And uh, whatever the, the two. What, yeah. No, it's second. the it's the uh, the British horse, and I can tell you, it came home like a comet. Yeah, Anthony Van Dyke. Now I had both of those. It's uh, it's eleven dollars from the Melbourne Cup. Yeah. I'll tell you what, just keep a very sharp eye on that for mine. Well, we, we, we had a good day because um, we, we, we didn't get quite away with the Everest because that was a bit of a bit of a ball over yeah, for mine. Yeah. But we won the first. Always good to win the first. <laughs> uh, the first is a bit like the Dapto Dogs. Came second you know? in the second. Won the third. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. I, I, I unlucky second in the fifth. In the fourth. Yeah. Um, no, the I had a win the fifth, the no good. Uh, the sixth, unlucky second. Ooh. Um, 
Oh, it didn't didn't go too well in the um, in the um, in the in the in the seventh. No good. No. Um, but was in McQuaddy, Won on the cup. Yeah. Uh, and went on the went on the went on the second last and didn't win on the last. But anyway, had enough in the tank on the quaddy. So a very good win by very elegant. And then, of course, we folded into the other footy game last night, yeah, which was which was a bit bit more disappointing. Wasn't that close? It was all over by half time. Really, it was a done deal. And then, of course, uh, your favourite day in the world is on today. And you're sacrificing yourself. Mate, can I Instead tell you... Instead of being parked in watching fast cars go I, around. I tell you what, and and as I was leaving home, um, they're up to about lap 35-ish. Of mate, how many? Coming into 40, uh, 121. Right. Uh, so a long way to go. And a uh, thousand kilometre race. Yes. Right. Um, and the boys had all just come in and uh, done a pit... Topped up with dew. Some of them even got some fresh slicks. And then guess what happened? Rain. Rain <laughs> came down. So carnage. So, well, I mean, as I was leaving, uh, as I say, the, the rain was about to get heavier. And uh, that that's just not fun. Because they're going down Conrod Strait. And uh, I heard a fantastic piece today about the uh, there's a there's a right hand turn at the bottom of Conrod Strait. So when you come out of the uh, mm. come out of the chase and you know, through the cutting and head your way down, and they're doing about two eighty five. And as they hit this curve that was put in to slow them down, <laughs> it's now considered the fastest corner in motorsport in the world because <laughs> they're going through now with the foot pedal to the middle at three hundred clicks. Wow! And one of them. Just about had a moment at mm. 300 clicks, and so, I almost so Scotty, had to close Scotty, at 300 clicks, you don't want to be having moments. You don't want to have a moment at all, because they're even going through the cutting at, at uh, almost 200 clicks. Mm. And that's seriously quick. Now, there was a, uh, a promotion by one of the uh, uh, one of the papers uh, about uh, you know the one of the um, oh, services you know that two uh, of the legends one of the, the sport. Yeah, so there's uh, and Holden um, um, sadly will be bowing out obviously yes, um, based on their uh, demise. Um, so there's a big, very big spread, and of course this is not a visual medium, but uh, you'll just have to uh, run with me. Um, so a big sort of internal um, part of the paper today, and there's uh, two champions. Uh, Jamie Wincup and Craig Lowndes um, with the title uh, Jamie Wincup, Craig Lowndes, Farewell Holden on Fox Sports Bathurst 1000 Channel. Um, yeah, lap 22, Jamie Wincup goes around the outside, across the top of the mountain. Um, the camber was the wrong way. He ended up on the dirty side of the track. And, boom. and he bit concrete, mate. Mm. Um, and that was their day done. Okay, lap twenty-two. So he's pretty uh, he's pretty annoyed with himself because that's he didn't need to make that pass uh, that he was trying to do with such a long way to go and so much at stake. And for a bloke that understands how bad a dirty line can be, um, because what it what it ends up being, Rutsy, um, if you're potentially not aware, is that there's a racing line. There is, yes. And of course, as the weekend goes along, there's not only these V8s, but there's the Category Two, Category Three, and a whole bunch of other you know Porsches and all sorts of things going around. So they talk about laying rubber. So the 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 rubber actually wears off the tire, obviously, but what it also does, it marbles up. So you get this marbling effect on the outside of the tyre, and they tend to sort of just get spat out to the right-hand side or whichever, you know, whether it's a left-hander or a right-hander. So when he goes out, he's on a dirty track 
on marbles, effectively, and that's what happens. He, uh, he went to grab a gear, and uh, it just spat him out like a, so a I know piece of chewy. You love your motorsport. Oh, I love my well, motorsport. I'll tell you what I've got into over yeah. the past two weeks. is yeah. a little show called Drive to Survive. Have you caught this um, on the Netflix? Drive to Survive? It's about the F1s. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. Oh, one of the, oh, one of the greatest shows of all absolutely time. Absolutely fabulous. Yeah, it's... Yeah, it's I'm, a, not, I'm not really it's all been a, ever into it, it's but... It's one of the greats. And, and there's the there's also the film uh, that came out not to... Oh, Ford vs. Ferrari. Yeah, Ford vs. Ferrari. Good. Brilliant. But Drive to Survive, but absolutely I, brilliant and show. not being into motorsport. You don't, oh, need, you don't, don't need, need to be, though, do you? Don't need to be. Because it's all about the politics yeah. and the, you know, the egos and... There's a bit uh, of money involved. Oh, it's a cracking good show. Yeah, a little bit a coin. Yeah. coin, yeah, a little bit of coin. So we got that today. So you'll be rushing yeah. home to watch the end of that. Yeah, well, I'm just going to sort of keep. And uh, then we got the Brownlow Medal tonight. I've got the KO. What's Sports going on? Um, Brownlow Medal's yes. on Monday night. Yeah, well, it should be because then it used to be followed up with him going to the Everything. Carbine Club on the Tuesday. Well, we used to go to the Carbine Club. Going to the Carbine, it's Crown. Um, so yeah, now um, is Lockie Neal going to win by the, the, the length yeah. of the length of the straight at Flemington? I've um, flushed with my funds. I've put a I've put a multi on. Oh. Uh-huh. This is this is a, this is your top four if you're listening at home and want to get a bet on. <laughs> Not uh, gamble responsibly, of course. Uh, Lockie Neal wins by a fair way, I'd say. Yeah, Travis Spoke. Yeah, Travis Spoke's right up there. Yeah, Christian Petrarca. Do you? Yeah, and Pet- Jack Steele. Yeah, from no. the Saints, he'll be in the top four. Yeah, and no, I don't mind that because when I perused, uh, I was having a look at it as well, and uh, what I noticed was, you know, they they sort of mark up games where they were hot. Yes, but you can be hot, but if you've had your pants pulled down by forty points, that still doesn't this necessarily. The, this is the only knock on Petrarca, <clears throat> yeah, played in a side that lost more than they won. Yeah, so, so no, I agree with that. But they they will be closely chased down by Danger. Bontempelli, McRae, Dusty, Cripps, all yeah. those sort of players. But yeah, no, he's um, he's in the in one of the better teams. Lockie Neal, he's had a stunning year. He'll win win it by a fair way. I what uh, what price is he uh, straight out? Can't get odds on. Can't him, t- can't no, touch he's, him. He's shorter than Winks, mate. Right, shorter than a uh, number two haircut. Correct. Hey? Now it's been a good and bad week. Um, for people, yeah. so um, good week for Jacinda Ardern. Yeah, she's, she's up again. She's landslide in a landslide when some were questioning her uh, her ability to hold on to power. Oh, um, be pretty, that'd be pretty tough argument that, wouldn't it? Yeah, it's been a good week for um, all the sporting um, betting <laughs> places because they've gone nuts this weekend. Yep, but, and it's been a bad week for Andrew Demetrio, Scotty. Did now, you see his oh, testimony? I what? Uh, <laughs> I, I tell you, talk about a worm in a can, oh. squirming, and 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 not only that, you know, he's sitting there, and they've questioned the fact whether he was reading notes on the video. Link. It's like it's been busted so, doing taking notes into an what, exam. What did he? Do you think the camera was oh, <laughs> just no. a, a dummy camera or something? So uh, yeah. they're 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 not having a good week. The Crown Board, no, and neither are the uh, the Victorian government answering to the quarantine. Um, commission, they're yeah. having a shocker. Yeah, and uh, and our friend Peter Credlin, she's uh, she's, she's up and she's about, circling like she's, a vulture. Oh mate, she's <laughs> she's the great white shark. <laughs> but I have a new theme piece of theme music for the quarantine. Yes, and um, this is in light of the fact that uh, they have, seem to have a collective amnesia. Many of these uh, oh, politicians, they, they, they just they're just a bit forgetful, aren't they? So I thought they? this this sort of theme song sort of summed up my feelings about how they're performing in the in the quarantine. Right. There okay. you go. Well, I think I remember this.
So I've got oh. images of um, scantily clad women chased no, by an 85 year old bald I've man. I've got images of uh, <laughs> of Chris Sutton and Dan Andrews getting oh, tapped on the head by Peter Crinlan, and she's chasing them around looking for answers. <laughs> <laughs> That's very good, mate. Oh, and of yeah, course, yeah. Um, and the piece that caught my uh, my attention was um, was what you just sort of touched on is this um, this terrible disease of amnesia. Um, Must be shocking to yeah, have a no, poor, it, poor memory it, like that. No, I know, especially because, when you're in a position of power, Scotty. Yeah, well, I, I, in fact, Must uh, be really, old, old really mate, uh, old mate uh, Brett Sutton. Um, there's a little piece there because uh, he's actually come out and said, no, 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 I wasn't aware of any of that. Um, only to now find that there wasn't email uh, of which he's now fessed up to say um, oh oh that email oh that oh, one, oh, oh, that, one um, <laughs> that he had seen an email in late March that mentioned uh, private security but the detail had not registered with him <laughs> do you think that any email that he might have been receiving since about the middle of February this year sort of might be remotely important, on, important. on any level Correct. and that you didn't quite register what it was about. Yeah, please. Um, this Come was on. Um, this was on same said minister for health. I yeah. thought this was a lovely little comment. Yes. Uh, this is the member from Narakan, Gary Blackwood, yes. commenting on Victoria's contact tracing efforts. He said, "The minister for health says our contact tracing is cutting edge. Are we adding scissors to the paper and pens?" He asked. Oh <laughs> goodness me. Cutting, cutting edge of what? Yeah, and then and then of course we've got the grand final holiday on Friday, Scotty. We do, which yeah. is which is re- remarkably pointless. Um, I'm mean, really good for the economy. So we've got the uh, day off, fantastic. Um, and given that two hundred ten thousand Victorians have lost their jobs, um, it's going to be a great day, right? Um, yeah. So it's been rebadged. Uh, the public holiday thank you day to acknowledge the sacrifices everyone's made. Um, problem is, we don't actually need another day off, do we? We need a day on. Uh, we need a day on. We need on. a day on. And normally, uh, you, you'd possibly do something sort of with a, a gathering of people. Yeah, potentially. Nice. And uh, nice. I mean, even tonight, you know, you, you might have had just, uh, you know, 10 of you or 15 of oh, your nearest and dearest mates, around, a couple yeah. of mates and yeah. a bit of a hoo-ha. And, um, but no, you still can't do that. You can, you can travel uh, You can travel up to 25 kilometres now. Oh, that's good, yeah. isn't it? Oh, that's great. I'm very so, excited so, now. So you'll be playing. Oh, and of course, uh, you in my, well, in my car, I've got yeah. my golf clubs. Yep. Uh, I've got my tennis racket. I've got my, I've got my togs, and I, and I've got my goggles. Yeah. Uh, and of course, you'll have your golf clubs in your car because you'll be able to. Oh no! Oh, no I can't because oh, no, my golf clubs more than twenty four. More than twenty five kilometres away. Really helpful for me. Yeah. Hey, I uh, just thought anyway. about uh, going back to the footy. Um, there's always a, uh, there's always a bit of a saying. I think you can apply almost anything, you know, whether it be in business or whether in sport. And I was only thinking about this morning. I was mowing the lawns this morning, and uh, because the bride suggested it was going to bucket with rain, and of course I haven't seen a drop yet. No, but that's um, a guarantee. Anyway. It's, it's, there's two ways to bring on rain. One is wash your car. Yeah, that's right. I did that the other week, and it absolutely. And then I got I got the the dirty rain, not just the wet rain. Yeah. I got the brown rain. Oh, yeah, that's, that's and a good it, way. two hours and, later, uh, and hang your washing. Oh, uh, yeah. There's two ways. Yeah. So I thought about it. Uh, so now we've got the big cats versus the little cats. 
Well, if you think about it, it, we do. You clearly, you've had too much time to think uh, about it. But then I, I thought about it, and, and I look, just, you know, good on them for making it. You know, yep. or, or, or two two very good teams. Yeah, uh, they had to get past two very good teams. Yes, but um, my level of interest in it is remarkably low. Uh, yeah, look, I uh, I actually didn't get to see the second half last night, uh, and I'm, I am going to go back and watch it because I actually did listen to it on the radio though, and uh, the Cats kicked six in the last quarter, so the I'd, Cats were dominant. Um, so my uh, my my. Th- theory is this, uh, Rudzi, mm. is that uh, we've got the big cats versus the little cats, but it's not the size of the cat in the fight. <laughs> it's the size of the fight in the cat. I like it. Very good. <laughs> because I think the little cats are up and about. Now, I agree. Uh, I, 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 I reckon they are. A bit of now, I've got a question for you, mm-hmm. because, um, and, and I, I, I sort of overheard this piece, and then I started thinking about it myself, and I just wonder how much merit there might be for the AFL to potentially... Listen to this um, on the basis that um, the minor premiers and those that finish second are outski. So go back and just think about this for a moment. Week one of the finals, they both win. Week two, they have a break. Uh, week three, they play again. Um, and then they've effectively played... Uh, no, they've only, they've only played twice so far, haven't they? they played two games of footy in a month, because remember... Two games in a month. Yeah. So, were they match-ready? Yeah, well, I... That, the buy before the finals is ridiculous, and that's what and that's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm not sure. I'm not sure that makes that any worst, sense at all. It's so, the worst yeah. week of the year because so everyone's used to footy, and then the, of course there's no week into footy. It's ridiculous. That was the piece I'd left out. I'd say yeah. um, it was the fact that I'd had the buy um, one, and then effectively another buy, and then another week. Yeah. And by the time they came up against the uh, the, the, the big and little cats, um, they were up and about and hardened, and you know absolutely you know like a bull at a gate. And I just wonder whether. Not having, you know, a, a, a good hit out and staying right in the moment yeah, um, had some impact. I don't know, but the the buy in that first week makes no sense to me. No, it doesn't. Um, Especially in a shortened season. But what we're going to do today, because yep. it's probably the last week we'll get a chance to do it, is we're going to play a whole bunch of footy songs. Yeah. And okay. footy, footy thematics today. So that's my like song that. theme of the day, Scotty. I like that. And some of them are going to be serious and some of them are going to be humorous. Oh, I like that. Um, and so we're going to do a bit of that today. So yep. we're going to just, we might want to play them all. We might do a little bit of a, a medley. A medley? Yes. Um, a bit, a bit we, a, do we have a montage? A bit of a montage. <laughs> we might do a bit of that because there's so many that I'd like to play, but a lot of footy songs are quite boring, right? Yeah. Because... Yeah. There one, there's one rousing chorus, and then a whole lot of really ordinary verses, and then one rousing chorus again. But it's the same rousing chorus, so we might uh, we might move into that, move in and out of that today. All right, but we've got to take a break already. Cheapest crap. Um, and when we come back, um, I want to talk to you about what you're going to do next Saturday because it's a different day because yep. we've got. Cox Plate Day. Yeah, but we've sort of got to, we've got to wait till like five o'clock till anything time, happens. By the time we get to the grand final, mate, I don't know about you. Yeah, I'll be shizing. Well, we normally would have had a would have had a frosty at about <laughs> midday, Correct. and you know, then it's only a couple of hours of the bounce, and we've well, imagine, got. Imagine if you're doing a grand final breakfast. <laughs> Gee, You'll need a nap through the afternoon. Shellacked by the time you get to the. Yeah, we'll take a break. We'll talk. We'll talk about what's on the menu. For, uh, for, for next uh, next week, uh, you know, uh, just in a minute. Good. 
When your future feels uncertain, it's time to ask for help. Bendigo Bank has been helping our customers through tough times for over 160 years. If you're a Bendigo Bank customer, talk to us about ways we can help you through this one. We have financial assistance packages available, so don't wait. Visit our website or contact your local Bendigo Bank branch. Together, we'll see you through to better times. Bendigo Bank, the better big bank. Southern FM sponsor. Nothing good ever happens in my life. I'm just angry and bored all the time. I don't know who I am anymore or what makes me happy. My friend said I should talk to someone and get some help. Mum took me to the doctor and he said I had depression. The psychologist helped me deal with anxiety and stuff. You can help someone find a way back from anxiety and depression at youthbeyondblue.com or phone 1300 The average person spends 44 minutes a day thinking about food. At Oz Harvest, thinking about food is a full-time job because we're always looking for new ways to nourish our country and combat food waste and hunger. Every day, we rescue quality surplus food across Australia and deliver it to those who'd otherwise go hungry. And you can help. Every dollar donated to Oz Harvest can provide two meals to people in need. Visit ozharvest.org. Thought for food. Southern FM. The sounds of the Bayside. Booty's on, booty's here again. Back to greet me like an old friend. Well, that's the thing about, that's what I like about. Yeah, that's the thing about. Uh, footy songs, Scotty. We're going to do a that. few of those today. God, love that. Uh, and, uh, of course, there's a lot by the Could Have Been Champions that I'd like oh, to walk through today. There's a few beauties and I'm Dippy at Domenico. Oh, we, <laughs> I'll we, clobber we, you everywhere I go, if you like. We talked about those songs yeah, the other week, we didn't we? Did. Some there's of those. Uh, he's very, very, very good, uh, Mr. Some Champion. There's belters going around, but I did want to kick you off yes. today. And we'll get back to the champions. Yes. But um, I'd forgotten about this. I'd totally forgotten about this piece, mate. And this is sheer genius. Yes. Um, it's by Ostentatious. <laughs> and, and do we need to play a warning? Yes, 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 we'll do. Because there, is, there isn't much that uh, Mr. Tatius did that uh, shouldn't have a warning attached to it, I wouldn't have thought. Uh, there will be one of those. language warning. Do, one I, of those do I need to speak to Buffy first? Um, but he did Australiana, if you remember. Oh, absolutely. But yeah. he also then Go, doubled it up with Footiana. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't reckon I've heard and, this. And we'll play a little bit of this because I think you'll love this. Okay. Nigel suggested we get everyone together to watch the big game. I said, Nigel, smart idea. (laughs) James heard us talking and said, Austin, Jones got some good-looking friends. They'll come too. The doorbell rang about midday. 
I said to the twins, Shane and Daryl, wait, Glenn. <laughs> Our first guests are here. You should have seen Big Barry haul a couple of slabs through the door. And Jonathan Hay, he brought a great looking young lady. She gave Kev a dirty look and Thorne said, Kevin, she despises you. Wouldn't care, he responded. She's nothing but a whore, Thorne. Josh thought Frank might come over. Gary said, no way, Josh. Frank, you just got out of prison. We don't want him here. Gary airs his opinions pretty strongly. Josh had seen Frank at the pawnbroker with Gary hocking some electrical gear. Everyone knows Matthew nicks the stuff and gives Adam goods he can't get rid of. Our Russian neighbour Yuri rolled up in his new car. Tony said, nice Mercury. I thought, yeah, Tony, sure, you just want to drive it. Yuri threw him the keys and said, when you're done, Tony, lock it. As we're watching David park in his car, Ronnie burns past and nearly cleans up the lot of us. Things started getting out of hand. Lee stripped off all his gear and started riding Nathan like a horse. You should have seen Nathan buck Lee clean across the room. Then Lee said chase after Donald, dicky flapping everywhere. Simon was pissing himself laughing. I said, Simon, in the living room are unacceptable. He was still laughing when David King hit him. While Brendan laid out the table, Lynn passed around the burger rings. Liam couldn't make up his mind and Lynn said, for God's sakes, Liam, pick a ring. <laughs> you should have seen Michael tuck in and Nigel and Matthew lapping it up. <laughs> Fletcher got crumbs all over himself and while Mum was busy dusting Fletcher. <laughs> Shane grabbed the bag and scoffed the lot. Mum said, Shane, whoa, whoa, dinner will be on soon, so chill out, mate. We like the guests will be best on ground. I said to Mum, can Nicky win, Mark? Uh, oh, yes. my It goes good. on and on and oh, on. It's, it's very good. He didn't miss many. He didn't miss many, and we'll, we'll chop it before it gets a bit yeah. bleepy, bleepy. Before, before it gets a bit... Um, but bleep. go back and have a listen to that, because he's a genius, that bloke. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, God, it was fun looking back at that. His uh, his his first one that uh, I think we we probably all heard was the you know with the the likes of Goanna. Oh, oh yeah, Australiana. Australiana. That was, was number one on the charts for a reason. It was very good, wasn't it? Was it? Very very good. So there you go, a bit of footy yeah, today, a bit very of footy good. fun. But we've well got done. other things. We wanted to talk about what's on the menu next. Saturday because oh, yes. we've got to get through quite a day. We've got a whole lot of racing before the footy kicks off at approximately seven thirty. I don't know what I don't know what they do as pre match because they're having the half time entertainment at half time. What time's the Cox Plate? Is it ten to five? Ten past five? Yeah, about five ish. Yeah, Cox Plate. So yep. you've got a whole afternoon's racing. So yep. that'll kick off at twelve thirty. So uh, Matt Preston's come to the rescue. He of the cravat and the and the girth. I'm actually fast approaching his girth at the moment with all the COVID food I've been eating. But he reckons that the best footy food is stuff that you can prepare in advance or finished in the oven. Quite right. Not going to go to too much effort. Burgers and sausages. Right. That's that's the, that's his starting point. Starting point. <laughs> um, I would have gone the sausage rolls and the party pies, frankly. Oh, that's what I'd be going no, at. See, that's half time, though. He goes with the chicken sausage rolls because he's a chef-y sort of bloke, and then he yeah. goes Moroccan-inspired lamb sausage rolls with a harissa tomato ketchup mix. He's flirting with form here yeah. because you just want the old dead horse, don't you? I don't understand all of this. Um, but um, 
you know, I'd be going with the shop-bought party pies and the beef sausages in the white bread with sauce is what I'd be on my menu. And that's in the lead-up to the game? That's in the... That's probably... Yes, yes. I think around lunchtime, then you've got your races. Oh. And then, you know, you could probably have something at half-time... Well... Probably halfway through the afternoon, bit of a snack. Yeah, I, I reckon you'd fire up the Barbie at that stage, yeah. and I reckon you have the honey soy chicken wings. Yeah, well, he did say uh, buffalo wings, but yeah. uh, I reckon or, you're right. Or, the some, soy. or some ribs, or some ribs, yep. nice. And then you want to have kind of it's kind of dinner before the footy, isn't it? Almost? Well, or it's during the first quarter. Well, it, it's a bit like I'm not sure how that's going to work. Well, I'm, it's a bit like going to the G on a Friday night, right? So if you, if you happen to be in a box, yeah, well, you're you, in your you, box, you, but you, you, have di- you have dinner before the Game. Yeah, you have dinner at six six thirty. Six thirty. So you're getting. Maybe we should just do it. Do it. Set up at the box. You just sit. You sit yourself Which up. Just like the box. scones and cream at half time with the party pies at half time. Correct. And then the um. You have all the all the, the big the, all the big the, gear before the, the buffet. Game. Yeah, you just lay it all out before the game. Beef so or you, chicken. You graze between. So you pumpkin you, soup, beef or chicken. So you you knock the top off uh, one at about five thirty. Yeah. And then you start to graze at about six. So yeah. you got. Uh, That's you got, right. Uh, we might bit, follow that. What about a little bit of a charcuterie board? Uh, oh, yes. Just a, you know, a couple of olives, a little bit of salami. Uh, Maybe you could make your famous charcuterie board that yeah, you took well, us through the other week. Well, that's what I just thought. Mm. I, I think that's uh, I think that's the go. Now, I, I'm not sure if you noticed this, but um, the MRC, uh, Caulfield Racecourse, yes. um, they're making, uh, well, for yesterday, they were making um, picnic hampers. Were they? Yes. Now, you pick them up and pretend you're at the, correct. At the races. Correct. So, the, now this has become very big, though, because there's also a crowd up in South Yarra somewhere whereby you can go and get a picnic camper and then duck across the road into the Botanic Gardens. That's a good idea. Um, and then uh, one of the big knobby chefs, uh, he was doing one as well, but it was 180. Yeah, shekels. 180 clams big shekels. For, a, for a picnic basket. Yeah. That's a lot. That's you can a lot. Do it yourself. That's a lot of crackers and cheese. <laughs> picnic basket isn't hard. It's not hard, it, is, yeah, it? is it? Some, I mean, just run through what we did the yeah, other day. You correct. know, a little bit of octopus and some oh, olives and you know, some dips oh, and cheese and, goods and your cheeses you and know, your crackers, like pickled onions and fruit on. I mean, there. I reckon sixty bucks you're done and dusted. Easy, hey? Easy. Unless and you're then, going for harissa inspired well, chicken you know, sausage rolls and, and, and wash down with Bollinger. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good idea. We might just get on the shampoo. Well, you pretend we're at the races. You could just you could do shampoo style. I mean, well, but I'd, put I'd it this seriously way: seriously, don't reckon I'm going to make the grand final next week. No, the trick is you you can't start at midday. Yeah, because well, there's nothing there's nothing happening till the till the races at Race, five o'clock. No, one o'clock. Race one. Oh, you're going to watch all the other races, yeah, of right, course, mate? It's yeah, a, it's okay. a marathon, not a sprint. Oh, uh, well, then you, you'll you'll have to be disciplined to pace myself. To, uh, yeah, to just go because based just, on my run rate yesterday, yeah. it's going to end in disaster. You're not going to see the footy, no. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, anyway, uh, yeah. Oh, well, there, there's your challenge for the day, That's old son. That's a good challenge but, for uh, me. No, Fair get, get well. In the secret, just get some good bubbles. Because yeah, if yeah, you that's if you right. go middle of the road or below, you you re- you'll be in bed at seven o'clock. Do you remember <laughs> the great footy moments, though? If you remember great uh, grand final moments of past, uh, is that the like the Friday night before the game when oh, they played well, all the grand they finals? Used to play the Friday night marathon. Oh, oh that I was the love. Oh yeah, I've hosted s- by Peter Landy. I sat up and watched it a couple of times. Yeah, I reckon over the June. Magnificent. Went through till seven o'clock in the morning. It did, and then, and then you had the grand final. And then North, Melbourne, North Melbourne breakfast. Correct. 
Yeah. Yep. I'm talking about incidents at the grand final. Oh. You remember the famous Helen D'Amico incident uh, with Bruce Dawes' scarf? Yes, I do. Yes, you remember yes, that one? Yes, indeed. You were a young man. That was quite. A, that was 1982. <laughs> that was. Uh, that certainly sparked up a grand final. Probably just about the first time we saw one. <laughs> all, all Collingwood supporters remember Wayne Harms' dive into the forward pocket over the fence oh, to tap yes. the ball back into Kim. Oh, yeah, that was only about eight feet over. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> Mate, they had no goal review technology available uh, there. Do, do, do you think it would he matter? Was, he went so far <laughs> over the boundary line, he knocked out a punter's pie and coke out of his yeah, hand. Yeah, he's picking the pickets out of his teeth. There was a good one, actually, two years ago. That goal uh, on or near the siren by Dom Sheed when West Coast oh, beat yeah. Connor, but that was a big moment, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. The nerves what, of steel to kick that goal. And then what about our mate that uh, changed clubs and, and went to the Blues a couple and then about five, six weeks ago? Oh, that wasn't a grand final. No, 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 but I mean, just a good kick from the boundary. I liked, um, I liked if, you, if I take you back, oh, this wasn't a great moment for us because Hawthorne beat St Kilda in the 71, but <laughs> Peter Hudson was kicking for his 150th goal for the year. Talk about things you'll never see again. Yeah, and kicked it into the man on the mark. Oh. He's a bit dizzy because Cowboy nearly clocked him. Oh, was he? <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's seeing stars. He was seeing yeah. stars. All right. Now, the worst moment in the grand final was oh. Stephen Mills' bounce, but we, we'll get over that. Leo Barry's mark always gets a big yep. tick. That's a big when he tick. took the big o big mark in front of the pack. Yep. Um, Dermot Brereton and and Yates oh, when he Yates, came in, yeah. that was famous. That yep. was famous, wasn't it? Yeah, big time. So there's a lot of big moments. So well, I wonder what big moment we'll see in the game this week. I Jimmy... mean, I think I think it's stage is set, isn't it for for Gary Ablett Jr. to do something significant, isn't it? I think this is the... his last game. Yeah, and I think and he was we... good last night. There's a, there's a whole new skill level that these guys have got. I mean. You know, there, there weren't banana kicks back then, right? No. You know, weren't. I mean, guys didn't kick round corners. No. I mean, now they're 35 out and they can't even line the ball well, up. They can't kick, actually kick a drop punch. They can't kick a drop punch, so they'll just all kick round corners. No. Um, but but there's a whole new skill level that these guys have developed that didn't exist, you know, 20, 30, even 40 years ago. So, you know, will, as you say, will it be something unbelievably spectacular? You know, runs to the boundary, right hand, uh, right hand forward pocket, and does one of those screw back kicks that, you know, that just does an arc and just, you know, happens to roll through to win the game That's or something. What I, I know. want something like that. I want yeah. some speculation. And or, if you're going to watch the game. As a neutral observer, two teams you don't care much for. Well, you want to um, you want to see some spectacular goals and some big hits. You want to see a bit of marks, biffo and big all marks. that stuff. Yeah. And then what? A, what about a scissor, a scissor kick out of the air to, to win those, the game? You know? <laughs> now, just take me back. Was yeah. uh, was the Jimmy Stein's indiscretion a GF or was that a preliminary? Yeah, it was a prelim. It was a prelim. That would have that. That wow. that scuppered Melbourne's chances yeah. to get into the grand yeah, final. Yeah, correct. That's right. It was, that was too. Um, thank you. Now, um, just changing tack a minute off the footy. Yeah. We, know, we won't steer too far away from the footy because no. we don't do a lot of footy. No, we don't do a lot of footy, but we're, we're right in the uh, right, right in, in the, the wheelhouse. Thick of it, aren't right we? in the wheelhouse. Um, I did what I noticed during the week. Uh, obviously, we've got the US election coming up. I don't know if you'd noticed. <laughs> oh, it's only been going for about three years. <laughs> got the, the, the Superman who's now who's now immune. Oh, he's immune. It was it was a blessing. It was a gift from God. It was interesting during the week, they had a um, a live, de- well, not a live debate, but a debate, but they put them on at the same time. So so they had um, sort of this town hall debate, um, and Biden's was on at the same time as Trump's, yep. and all of Biden's uh, Democrats said, well, this is a bad idea, because the media love Trump, because it's like watching a car crash. Yep. 
But he uh, outpolled him. Biden had 14.1 million viewers compared with 13.5 for Trumpy. On the tube. And Biden's was only on one TV stations, whereas uh, Trump's was across several. Now, was that the one where Biden's one looked as though they'd all gone to a drive-in? Yes. And they all sat in their cars and listened to him. Pretty Spatially, much. being socially, was, spatially apart, yes, wearing right. masks. Whereas and there was Trumpy doesn't care. Cars there. And there were about 150,000 people at Trump's. <laughs> it, uh, it turns out, this is a great comment by uh, Biden's press secretary, so yeah. it's got a little bit of bias about a it. Little, a little bit of spin. He said, turn Turns out more people last night were interested in watching a leader with a clear plan to get this pandemic under control and Americans back to work than the same combative, chaotic liar whose incompetence got us into this mess in the first place. Seriously. (laughs) It's a circus. So uh, I did catch during the week a friend of mine posted this and I love... I mean, if he does not make the next election another term, we're going to struggle for content, mate. (laughs) I tell you. What? Because we love... We love... We love what he gives us. It's the gift that keeps on giving. And because I noticed this one through the week. Yeah. This is if Donald Dump had... Donald Trump. Donald, Donald Dump. Dump <laughs> Donald Trump had captained the Titanic. He's, he's open, these, these would be his comments. Yes. There is no iceberg. Oh. <laughs> we, we, won't, we won't hit an iceberg. I knew it was an iceberg before anyone else knew. <laughs> no one knows icebergs like I do. Oh. The penguins bought the iceberg here. No one could have predicted the iceberg. We cannot allow an iceberg to stop our ship. The crew is spreading fake news about icebergs. Some of you have to drown. I'm the best captain. Ask anyone. (laughs) That would be... That's exactly what he would say. So he's an absolute caricature of himself. If it's possible to a caricature of yourself, he is. It's quite remarkable. So he's, he's going along beautifully. Uh, I don't know when this election is, do you? We yeah, mid, mid-November. Hurry yeah. up hurry yeah, up, and get there. It's in, the, it's in the next three weeks, I reckon. Because it's so. been killing me. But, so that's going on. But you're right, because we'll talk about Biden for a week if he gets up, and then that'll be it. Yeah, There'll be, be, it. No There'll be no more material. There'll be no more material. He'll play a straight bat. Um, we'll, we'll, nothing will get done. We've all been on health watch <laughs> with him then, because he's 77. Yeah. We'll be the oldest president to ever get elected. <sighs> Seriously. And yeah. the other only um, piece of news I had um, on... On nothing related to that was the block. Yeah, it's moved from New Street to Hampton. It's gone to the Hamptons. It's gone to the Hamptons. Yeah, it has gone to the Hamptons, which is a boon for the people in that street. Yeah, but they're not. not. Happy, they're not happy about it at all. Not happy. Uh, they were trying to keep it under wraps uh, so that Were it they? didn't really get some attention. But um, some smart uh, little journo uh, managed to uh, extrapolate the information really? <laughs> out of somebody and. Uh, Posted it everywhere. So um, allegedly, happy, yeah, no, they won't. Yeah, they won't be happy. Not. But I did notice. You know, there's a lady on that show that's a buyer's advocate. Yes, Nicole Jacobs. Yes, and she's bought a house in that street. Yes, so she's smart. Yeah, um, or lucky. Yeah, I don't. Um, that, do, do you think it's got the? Well, it doesn't have the cash out once, did, and I've got to, you know. That's what I'm saying. Those, like, ha- those houses, I know. It's almost a big gimmick. I know what they want for them, and that's a, there's a lot of money for what they are. Anyway. Yeah, it's a big gimmick. Be but it uh, seems, to be, seems to be, Bayside seems to be embracing the show. It'd be interesting to see how uh, New Street goes mm. and uh, how that sort of plays out down there. Um, 
Yes, no, I, I I spoke to somebody during the week who um, told me that it was going to be in Hampton. Mm. Um, and you got did, inside news. Yes, I'm I'm uh, I'm close to somebody uh, who's very close to the project. Let's oh, just say very good. Um, and uh, so we're having a bit of a chat. Um, but the other thing I read. Do you know how they acquired the the next project? No. No, they I don't. actually went and knocked on the door of five consecutive houses and made them an offer they couldn't refuse. And made them an offer they could not refuse. Correct. So it was, uh, we want the. I think they took a large bloke with tattoos called Guido with them when they no, made them that offer? No, I don't reckon they did, because I reckon there was a lot of cash in the bag. Right. Um, loads, loads of money. Yeah, so, because um, when you then amortise, um, you know, that, I mean, they, you know, whether they've offered them 20 or 30% more than what they would have got. Because don't forget, if you think back to about 12, 18 months ago, there was, there was a, sort of seemed to be this big push for all neighbours to start to get together. To go, do you know what? If we sell and you sell and they sell, sell and the one developer. you know, get it to a developer and then they whack up eight million apartments, you know, we'll make a mozza. Hmm. Um, and I saw that, uh, I saw that fall flat in its face, yeah. um, down in uh, Shelton somewhere. Um, and they, I, I think they literally, and then the whole deal fell over. Like the development never went ahead, and they were all, they were all sold, and it was just an absolute disaster. So yeah, uh, it doesn't always work out the way that uh, that you think sometimes. But uh, no, they apparently the owners or previous owners now were deliriously happy with their result. <laughs> Very good. Yeah. Hey, um, we'll take a quick break, okay. and when we get, come back, yes. um, we'll probably play a song, and then I oh, come on. I want to take you through, a, well, you might have some other stuff too, but there's a great piece by our great friend Johnny Sylvester. Oh, no, I want to hear that. Oh, you're, um, you yep. need to hear this, because yeah, yep. I want to hear that A to Z of pandemic politics, oh. so, but it reads a lot better than it sounds. Love it. So we'll see you in a sec. Right on, mate. People often say, I can't imagine what it'd be like to lose my eyesight. I don't have to. At 28, I lost my vision within a month. I also lost my job, so many friends and my independence. But thanks to Guide Dogs Victoria, my guide dog, Audrin, has given me back my confidence. I trust him with my life. Help Guide Dogs Victoria provide mobility and freedom. Please call Guide Dogs Victoria to make a donation on 1800 804 805. Hey, you ready to go for a run? Make sure you keep up. Speaking of keeping up... Did you get around to registering to be an organ and tissue donor, like we talked about? Because it's young guys like us who are lagging behind the rest of Australia when it comes to registering to be donors. It's time we pulled our weight, I reckon, because one day it might be you, me, or one of our family who needs a transplant. That's a pretty good reason to say yes to donation. And it only takes a minute at donatelife.gov.au. This project is sponsored by the Organ and Tissue Authority. You mean... Me cry. Hey, Jude here. Clearly, retro is cool. I know something about love. So let's take a trip through some fab retro music. We'll revisit the soundtrack of our lives. <laughs> Stay a while with me, Judith. Mondays, 11 a.m. here on 88.3 Southern FM. Be there or be square. Over bridge of sights to rest my eyes in shades of green. Experts 
always know what's best. Always tell you what you should have done. Monday's experts. They always know what's cooking, how the game was lost, and how it could have been won. Up the shops, I see them down the street. When I go up the pub, it's nearly everyone I meet is saying I should have done this or I should have done that. But by the time they finish talking, well, my beers are getting flat. When Monday comes around, everyone's an expert in my town. When Monday comes on by. Weddings, parties, anything. I love that yeah. song. Good song. Monday's Experts. Uh, we all band. also played, I think we were going to play songs the other week for Father's Day because they've got a great song called Father's Day. Yeah, too, that's which a is cracking one. That's as a well. Yep, absolutely it is. Now, the time has come. I do need to take you through oh. this. So give me, give me, give me five minutes just to whiz you through these. But, um, if, if, it might take a bit longer because I might start laughing through them. But this is our great, our great mate, Johnny I'm Silvestre. All ears. Johnny Silvestre, who's a very funny man. Right. A to Z um, about the um, pandemic. A, amnesia. Condition infecting senior politicians, police and public servants when asked questions about whose bright idea it was to use private security guards at quarantine hotels. B, bus. A vehicle under which subordinates are to be thrown during formal inquiries by tribunals, parliaments or courts. Curfew. C, for curfew. The decision to turn us into pumpkins after 8pm. The only people allowed out were emergency service workers, Uber Eats drivers and drug dealers. Dan Andrews is D. The Pemera has fronted a media conference every day since decimal currency was introduced. It's a little like the headmaster at school assembly, except we don't get play lunch. F, for family gatherings. An illegal act akin to running a meth lab next to a primary school. <laughs> Uh, G, golf, an illegal activity involving metal sticks and bad clothing. H, homeschooling, uh, the art of pretending to understand trigonometry while refraining from drinking before 3.30. 
<laughs> right. yeah. I'll go I, uh, go J. K. K's for Karens. The self-entitled who believe the rules don't apply to them and film themselves instigating confrontations that only prove they are complete and utter dingbats. I've done all of Brighton. <laughs> done all of Brighton. <laughs> L for lockdown, a natural state for brown bears in winter, but not usually associated with residents of a 24-hour city, except in certain leather-clad dungeons, establishments that will not be discussed in this family newspaper. <laughs> M is for ministerial responsibility, a quaint and redundant concept where ministers are responsible for the actions of public service departments. <laughs> this has been replaced by, I can't recall, I didn't take notes, look over there while I run away and can I ring my mum? <laughs> I, but I don't remember her number. <laughs> o is for overseas travel, an exotic and near-forgotten pastime involving airports, passports, small bottles of red wine and tiny snack packets that are impossible to open. <laughs> For the foreseeable future, our travel aspirations will be puffing Billy rather than Paris, Lakes Entrance instead of Las Vegas, and Gumbaya instead of Gorky Park. <laughs> P is for pubs, places of hospitality and companionship, now considered more dangerous than maximum security prisons. <laughs> Q. Uh, Q is for quarantine. The process of being taken to a hotel after arriving from overseas where you are policed by private security guards wearing gardening gloves, shower caps and garbage bags. <laughs> R is for the Ring of Steel Police assigned to stop Melbourne is escaping to regional Victoria If a regional cafe inadvertently serves a Melbourneian escapee They are to be treated in the same way as a Frenchman Providing shelter for a member of the resistance <laughs> I think he's had a ball with this it. is self-isolation, the process of leaving home as often as possible to go to family gatherings or to visit shops to buy essential items such as potting mix, potato gems and retro editions of Twister. <laughs> he goes on for tea, he goes to you, which is which is not the US presidential election. You US presidential elections. One side's a seventy four year old who believes he's immune to COVID. Sometimes struggles to complete a sentence and was running the country while on a cocktail of drugs that would have felled Jimi Hendrix. (laughs) On the other hand, is a man who will turn 78 after the election, has been in public office for nearly 50 years without doing anything remotely interesting and sometimes struggles to complete a sentence. (laughs) (laughs) He's not alone. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, There's V, W, X, explanation. A series of words which you've placed in order create sentences that if uttered honestly by people in authority, provide the explanation as to why private security guards... He what's, goes back what's, to that. what's Z? He what's, goes, he, what's he got for Z? What's he got for Z? Zoom meetings. Oh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> the electronic program allowing people to conduct remote work meetings without wearing trousers. <laughs> <laughs> so I just thought I'd share that with you. He's yeah, a very funny man. He's a very funny man. He's very good with the uh, where the pen is mightier than the sword. Oh, <laughs> anyway, so I just thought I'd ramble that through for you. Hey, can I uh, can I ask you this? Yeah. I was listening to um, the uh, Geelong theme song, and uh, th- there's a, the, the, we are Geelong, yeah, mm-hmm. right. And there's a line there uh, that's uh, that's uh, been in, been there since time immemorial, and. Uh, and it, uh, it finishes off with down at Cadinia Park. Yes, that's what it's, it's not, called. It's not called Cadinia Park well, anymore. It, 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 it is ne- on the Melways. Oh, is it? But, yes, it's, but it gets named because they take sponsorship. Yes, because I was thinking they need to change it to down at GM 
HBA, because that's what it's called now, Rutsy. Well, they don't call them a Rabin Marabin anymore, too. That's called RSEA Park. Oh, try and get your mouth around that. Yeah. It rolls <laughs> off the tongue. Just call it Ressa. Can you just change the words around? RSEA. Yes. Anyway, that was just a silly, trivial, little uh, stupid thing I thought well, about. Well, speaking of footy and footy songs and themes and yep. all that sort of stuff, yep. there is something I do want to take you to now, right. which is a... A great piece by the Could Have Been Champions. Oh, now, please. Now, uh, I don't know about you, when I was a, and I still do occasionally, but I used to be quite religious about this, about listening to these Saturday guys. morning, Saturday 10 morning. o'clock. Yeah. Absolute divotee for And years. I was a big fan of the talkback, could have, you know, yep. Tony's talkback, all that stuff. Yep. But uh, this, is, this is a great little ditty they did. Um about all the acronyms in football. Oh, I love it. And uh, we'll, we might take a bit of this because it's called, it's only a couple of minutes, it's called Red Hot Go. Oh, if you remember it. this, we'll just play this. Oh, we were playing the footy for the Coulda Beans in our annual match against Tullamarine. Oh, we were getting flown, things were pretty crook. Someone yelled out, take a good hard look. Yeah, we took TC, turned the corner, had a RHG, red hot go. Yeah, we OTFG, open the floodgates. We got BIT, back in town. Yeah, we LOG, lifted our game, took a good hard look at ourselves. Oh, well, the coach came out, OUT, he said you JG, just go. You made a B. So it's a WNBG Hold you your LTB Looking down the barrel Take a G-H-L-A-Y Yeah, we T-T-C Turn the corner Had a R-H-G Red hot go And yeah, we T-C-A-P Through the Catamarks, the Pidgeon We got B-I-T Back in town We S-T-D Spat the dummy Took a good hard look at ourselves And my game had been bad that had an AS Absolute shocker The coach pulled me out and Said I had an AP Attitude problem Said you've DYB Dropped your bundle I'll take a G-H-L-A-Y Well, we T-T-C Turned the corner Had a R-H-G Red hot go B-M-S-B Very much so, Bobby We got B-I-T Back in town Yeah, we S-T-T H-N-H Home and home It was an H-H-G Happy honey ground T-L-T-B Thank you Liza, thank you Paul We were C-P's Consummate professionals We T-N-F-S Trust the names in front of the selectors We G-E-I Gave every indication We got B-T-B Back to basics Gave it C-N-O Colour and boom Took a good hard look at ourselves We gave it E-P-C Every possible chance the HTBT had to be there. We had an RHG red hot go and took a good hot look at ourselves. Yeah, oh, 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 oh. that could have been. How good are they? <laughs> that is, I, I remember it. I reckon the first time I ever heard it, I. I couldn't. I don't think I was driving. I couldn't see for the tears no. rolling down my face no. in absolute laughter. My, my, Opened the floodgates. Oh, TTC, we're turning the corner. Oh, BIT, we're back, back in town. Footy, <laughs> footy is, acronyms, mate. There you go. Oh, they're tremendous. Aren't they good? They're yep. great. Love yep. that.
Mate, well done, that. mate. Good find. More good. footy, more footy good. songs coming up later. Or, or as he would say, good get. Good get. <laughs> GG. Good hard ball. Yeah. Good hard ball get. <laughs> Very good. Uh, uh, righto. Um, you want me to share something with you? Yeah, please do. Um, all right. What about, um, is it a bird, is it a plane? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I... Uh, so, um, in Los Angeles, uh, U.S. authorities are investigating after a, cr- a crew on a China Airlines plane at 6,000 th- 6, feet near Los Angeles reported seeing a person flying nearby wearing a jetpack. What? <laughs> Where? So, Chinese Air, right? Chinese Airlines. L.A., near Los Angeles, 6,000 feet in the air. The mysterious episode bore marked similarities to another incident six weeks ago, when on August 29th, the pilot of American Airlines plane reported what looked to be a man with a jetpack at about 3,000 feet. <laughs> oh, this bike's up there. <laughs> An FBI spokeswoman said it was investigating multiple reports of what appeared to be an individual in a jetpack. He's so, higher than so, Joe Cocker, so, as, yeah, uh, as, uh, as uh, the so, great Rex Hunt would say. So he's radioed the tower. <laughs> yeah, so I'm doing a flyby. Uh, uh, which, which, which strip should I come in on? <laughs> uh, I've got no passengers, it's just me. Wow. <laughs> How bizarre is that? That's on a jet with a I jet mean, pack. Mate, that's a long way in the air for things to go wrong on a jetpack. Mm, hey, 6,000 feet? What a- Daredevil. What's that? 2,000 metres. Two kilometres up. What's his name? Evil Knievel. No, idiot. <laughs> <laughs> and here's an odd spot for you. Yeah. Um, and, and there is sort of some history around this. Um, two of the Tower of London's famous ravens, you know they've got famous ravens over there. That In the of, Tower of London, yeah, apparently. Yeah, they hang around, right? They flew away during lockdown, which an old tradition says could have meant the country and crown would fall. Oh, so it's very, yeah, it's all it's all very you know, it's all very mysterious. And, uh, Commander Deborah Whittingham, the tower's deputy governor, uh, said that no bins to Fossick uh, for the birds. They went a bit feral, oh God, <laughs> and sure. two started looking elsewhere for food scraps. Uh, the tower is back open, and now all the birds are back. So it uh, had nothing to do with the fact that uh, the crown was going to fall. It was the fact that uh, there's no one there to go in, chuck them their food scraps in a bin for, the, for these for <laughs> these ravens to come and come and knock off the. Well, of course, there'd be no tourists. That's what I mean. Yeah, like so no tourists, no food, so no grub. Uh, we're off. <laughs> Grass is greener on the other side, so to speak. So um, there we go. The crown could. Rest easy that uh, as long as there's tourism, uh, the birds will never leave. Um, now, there's two strange things uh, that are happening in France. Uh, one's actually uh, incredibly um, tragic. No, I've and, read about uh, this. this is just shocking. I'd, I, I had to, I, I sort of had to read it twice because when you read the headline, teacher beheaded mm. after showing cartoons, you go, well, where's this? You know, Middle East somewhere. Well, he, wasn't, he wasn't showing the Jetsons. No, I get, I get that. Uh, but a French teacher has recently shown students cartoons of the Prophet Muhammad was beheaded outside his school on Saturday in what President Emmanuel Macron called an Islamic terrorist attack. Um, the assailant, whose identity has not been established, was shot by police as they tried to arrest him. He later died of his injuries, uh, police said. The attacker shouted something, and I'll just leave that. Uh, as police confronted him, a cry often heard uh, in jihadist attacks, as police source said. Um, but 
off with your head in the middle of Paris somewhere. That's mm. uh, That's got to be very disturbing. Uh, on so many different levels, I would have thought. But, uh, yep, uh, there's obviously some things you can do and can't do without uh, cranking up the ire of others. So well, it's speak. a ridiculous overreaction, but obviously we're not dealing with rational people. No, and, and on the uh, on the flip side of that, um, the, the French are going all, um, let, let's, uh, let's look after the planet. I'll share this with you. Um, the makers of smartphone and electronic household appliances will now have to specify how products can be repaired under a move to curb planned uh, obsolescence or building them uh, to fail after a certain amount of time. A repairability rating between 1 and 10 is to be displayed on packaging uh, and advertising from next year so consumers in France can see whether they can expect to be able to have it mended when it breaks down. The rules aim to make uh, common appliances work longer in the face of manufacturers' efforts to hasten their obsolescence and replacement by newer models. Uh, So from January 1, the repairing rating will be compulsory for smartphones, TVs, laptops, computers, front-load washing machines and lawnmowers. This is a great idea. Um, because they just end idea. up in landfill, don't they? Correct. It's know. a great idea. And they can extend it to runners. <laughs> because runners yep. are, have an inbuilt obsolescence, I yep. swear, of about five months before yep. they start falling apart. Yep. Now, I know I've been walking a lot more, yes. but seriously, they, 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 for what you pay for them, yep. you know, they should stand up to you know a bit of rigour of wear. Yep. So um, they can extend to that. The French also, I read through the week, we're loving the French yep. at the moment. Had a bit of French through the week too, uh, just oh, just on, on the by the by, uh, the young lad's birthday. So we had a bit of French food. Oh, very good. But um, they've just int- they're considering introducing a car tax, yep. based on the weight of your vehicle. On the weight, because they're saying obviously if it's a bigger car, like it's an SUV versus a Citroen. I did read this. Um, yep. Obviously, it takes yep. uh, more um, more energy to produce it. Yep, and run it. And more harm to the road, more harm to the road, more harm to the environment, etc., etc. So they're they're considering a weight tax on vehicles, right? Which again is is a completely logical, sensible idea. Your hoverboard would be pretty light because if you can afford to buy a big, heavy car, then you can afford to pay the tax. It's not not a bad idea. Now, was it also the French that? there was another country during the week, and I should have uh, should have cut this out because it seemed to make a whole bunch of sense. But um, it was all around the age of a vehicle, so not oh, only that the size. Too. So it's, it's all about you can't drive a car that's any older than about ten years because it won't have the safety features kept you alive, and it and it pollutes more, and it pollutes more. Mm. So yeah, and I've got a half a feeling it might have that also might have been the French. It could be. So um, yeah, anyway. good on them. Good yep. on them. They're leading the way. I mean, Europe, well, we've, we've chatted about this many times, sustainability, Europe leads the way. Australia is a laggard, and we need to do a lot, lot more. Yeah. Um, now, yep. Scotty, I wanted to talk to you about puppies. Puppies? Because mm. puppies, do you know how expensive dogs are? Oh, somebody... Not, uh, not just to buy, to run. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, uh, well, try try buying one. Somebody told me the other day about some sort of a pup. It was $5,000. Oh, keep, keep going. What? Keep going. So this is apropos of a lot of people in um, lockdown who are saying, oh, buy a puppy. Yeah, yeah. You know? okay. So, um, yep. the high price of puppy love. There are some mixed breed designer dogs being bought for up to $9,000. Scotty? Yeah, Cavoodles? Yep. Nine grand. That's what I was that's what I was talking about. Um, other dogs go for anywhere between three to seven 
$1,000. RSP, and all this comes as RSPCA Victoria reveals it has received a staggering 32,000 applications for pound pets wow. since April. Wow. 32,000. So all these people are going to buy dogs and they get a bit sick of them and they all go off to the RSPCA. So, right. Yeah, not good. There's a noticeable increase in the advertised prices for oodles. Now, oodles yep. cover a range of poodly sort of um, dogs. Yep. And a lot of toy poodle breeds, yep. which aren't really dogs, they're rats. But anyway. Um, pedigree dog breeders said My, whilst the demand in puppies had rocketed during the pandemic, their prices had not um, um, warning families against being ripped off by backyard breeders. So this is the whole point here, that the right. purebred, yep. you know, your purebred, your Samoyed, your Lab, your Cavoodle, whatever, yep. they will sell you those for three to four grand, but others are taking advantage yep. and uh, they're not registered um, breeders. So yep. just be very, very careful if you're buying dogs. Uh, and to buy... $9,000 for a crossbreed puppy is just absolutely insane. Uh, well, let, 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 I can share with you um, a real-life story, because um, I just heard an explosion at my house when you suggested that a cavoodle is uh, closely related to a rat, because we've got one. Well, not cavoodle, <laughs> they're a bit bigger. You know what I mean, the small... Yeah, ones, yeah, yeah, yeah. The ones that snap and bark a lot. Yeah. Um, but, uh, so we've got two dogs. Uh, two dogs. Have you two dogs? Yeah, we've got two dogs. Uh, why do you ask? And uh, <laughs> and so about uh, four and a half years ago, we um, we hadn't had a dog up till then, and uh, so we got a, a little uh, we got a cat, which I know you're not a great fan of uh, the the feline. Uh, no, you, uh, you can keep those. The feline pet. Um, anyway. So right. we do, so we decided that we would go and get a dog. So a bit of research. So anyway, we we found this cavoodle, yep. and uh, we. What'd you pay? Well, I'll, just, I'll step you through the story. So I, I can tell you, I didn't pay five grand, right? Is, so is, is as much as the greyhound? Is is is, is, is as much as the greyhound? We're way <laughs> cheaper, way cheaper. I can tell you. So um, so we've actually gone to a Cavalier pet rescue place. Oh yeah, good idea. So this is um, not that they're beaten up or anything. Uh, this is about people that might be moving overseas yeah, and they can't take just, them with them. So they're, they're actually looking yeah. to rehouse them, right? Yeah. So this is. So anyway, we end up. Um, we we find this. Uh, mum who's had a litter and uh, so we found this uh, gorgeous little dog and uh, so we, we you fill in an application mate you've got to fill in it, 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 your life story mm. like it's like your family CV well, that you've adopt, got to send in right so anyway so we so we did that and sent it in and went oh this will be terrific you know we're, we're a young family and you know I've got the right place and anyway um we, uh, we hadn't heard anything for a couple of weeks, so we followed up, and um, the lady said, oh, oh, look, I'm really sorry that we haven't sort of come back to you, but um, we had 150 applications for that dog. Wow. The one dog. Wow. Right? So it was like, Popular. oh, my goodness me. Full dance car. Anyway, uh, a couple of weeks later, we was sitting there on a Monday night. We got a phone call about 7 o'clock. Now, um, can I just confirm, you guys applied to get this dog over here, and um, uh, but we've actually got another one. Um, and we really liked your application, but um, so oh, fantastic. So sent us a photo, cute as a button. Anyway, and she says, "Well, listen, I'll just let you know how this works. Um, we'll hang on to the dog till she's about twelve weeks, and we'll get her trained, and she'll be she'll have all of her shots, and she'll be microchipped, and just make sure." But she said, um, "But when we bring her round, 
uh, if you've got children, I just want to let you know, if we're not satisfied that your house and your family is not right for this dog, um, we won't be leaving it. <laughs> so we've squished, so we've squared the kids up. They're sitting there like like, like the Von Trapp family on the couch, you know, shoes polished, all straightened up, you know, iron clothes. Anyway, this lady comes over. She actually had two dogs, two dogs. Um, so she brings it over. To the, the pup's name was Dora at the time. Um, so anyway, mate, she stayed for three hours with wow. this dog. While she watched us interact with it, and anyway, so my, my did, did, did did she make you beg and roll over? <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, I had to scratch her. Sit. No, I had to scratch her tummy. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, so anyway, um, but then we so we outlaid uh, five hundred, yeah. not five thousand. That's good. Five hundred dollars. Yeah. But you know that it's been medically checked. Yeah, well, you know, it's got the good. chip. It's, it's been you know the, the whole shitting bit. So anyway, then. Um, some two and a half years ago, we went back to the same place, and uh, now we got a King Charles Cavy from the same place, and he was five hundred bucks. So, um, so that's a mar- far more sensible. Well, I mean, probably a longer process, but it makes yeah, a lot more sense to no, no, repatriating no, no, a dog no, no, that otherwise might not be repatriated. And, and the and the King Charles Cavy, uh, they're very popular breeds. Oh, he's a re- re- ripping good dog. Very popular um, breeds. You, 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 they shed hair like there's no tomorrow. Um, whereas the, I tell you what's good about the cat, the uh, the cavoodles, they don't drop a single hair. Yeah, I've heard absolutely that. nothing. Whereas the the young bloke, uh, the the King Charles Cavy, my goodness me, it's a uh, it's a daily routine to to mop it up. You, you make a mohawk rug <laughs> on a daily basis. But uh, tell us no, about there. Tell, tell us about. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, you, you, you've got uh, yep. you've got those sort of those ones as well. But uh, so look, you don't need to you don't need to spend five grand. You know, unless you want sort of absolute pure pure top of the line. But you can go and give a home to one of these other dogs, and both of them have turned out to be tremendous. Yeah, well dogs. done, you. I'm glad. I like that, yep. and um, I'm, it was just really, I was just quite shocked about how much people would pay for a dog. Yeah, and then when something goes wrong and you go to the vet, then you start that oh. journey. Well, hey? that's a, also the issue, unless you go and get the history of the dog and where it was bred and all yeah. those things, which you would have done, Yep, you um, you run the risk, because if they're not bred properly... Well, you know, then pro- some of them end up with hip problems yeah. that are thousands and thousands of dollars to get it get it fixed. Totally and, agree. Anyway, yeah. So no, I, I totally concur, uh, old mate. It's uh, you got to be uh, you got to be pretty flush if you want one of the uh, one of the, the the top dogs, the top dogs, the top dogs. Hey, um, just changing tack a bit. Yes. Um, I know we haven't been on a plane for a while. <laughs> and um, won't be for a won't while. Won't be for a while. No. But um, this might be a a, tri- a plane trip you you wouldn't want to be on, right? Right. Because um, just recently, two planes packed full of violent thugs, sex fiends, drug dealers and robbers have taken some of New Zealand's worst criminals back to their homeland. Wow, this is uh, Con Air. This is Con Air. Good film. Con Air. Good film. So this is a live Con Air going from Australia. So, so So they came... They flew out of Sydney, picked a few more up in Brisbane and flew them to Auckland and there was a direct flight out of Melbourne to Auckland. Wow. Two plane loads of of thieves and gangsters. Uh, they've had their visas cancelled yes. and they're on their way over. So imagine if you're just going, oh, I'll pop over to New Zealand. <laughs> Can't fly fishing and for a couple of and days. And you roll up to 15A. <laughs> And you're sitting next to Chopper Reese. There's a common cheero, <laughs> a nomad, there's a black power member, a mongrel mob. Oh, 
Um, you know, sex criminals, drugs, you know, aggravated robbery, assault, stalking, kidnapping, so drug it, offending. So was it the actually, plane was full of them. Was it actually on sort of an everyday charter? No, flight? no, it's just, uh, just a special just charter. A special charter, yeah, once right. off. Get them okay. out. Get them out. Yeah. Um, it's a war on um, overseas-born criminals. Yep. Cause mayhem in Australia, so they're catching them, locking yep. them up, shipping them out. Yep, good. But I oh, just imagine if you were the unlucky bloke just to go, geez, a few dodgy blokes on this flight. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you what, I reckon there's another one. Bring, 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 bring. Uh, hi, is that Margaret? Um, you're an air hostess, and uh, we've rostered you for this week. Uh, you're on Conair One, on its way to New Zealand. Is that all right with you? D- don't worry about wheeling the trolley. Oh, down the I'll aisle. tell you what, she, she she's got on board. She's packing, mate. She's got a gun. She's got a gun down the back. She's got knives. She's got nunchuckers. She'd be, she'd be an armour. I would reckon it'd be uh, half frightening with that. And be, then eh? uh, in June, a couple of months back, there's yep. a charter fight left for the UK with eight criminals on board, yeah, um, including a bloke who stabbed a teenager, and a bloke who was convicted Ooh. of murder, and a bloke who was connected part of the mongrel mob gang, and all these nasty pasties. Yeah, right. But uh, that caught my eye, and you know how like a you know yeah, you a, like crim, that. a crim story, but. Uh, Imagine, imagine what the conversation would be like on that flight. <laughs> so, come here often. <laughs> where where are you staying when we land? <laughs> oh, I'm staying at that same hotel. Yeah, that's right. Oh, I'll meet you at the front bar. <laughs> oh, oh mate, that's that precautions you'd have to take. Oh, that's just that on like, that flight. It'd take months to plan something like that, wouldn't it? Security around it. Yeah, the whole the they'd whole night. They'd have to. Chain them up, wouldn't Mate, they? the whole nine yards. I mean, that's that's not just right over knackers. It's uh, time for you to go. And then you, you're the hostess. You're going, sir, can you please put your seat <laughs> up? Put your tray yeah, table yeah, up. Yeah. Could you turn your phone off? You your what? Phone off? <laughs> can you imagine the look she'd get? Oh. Oh. So that's hey. Con Air. Oh, that's, con air. that's lovely. Like? A modern day Con Air. I love it. And then there's uh, then this other one that I got through yeah. the week. I've got to be really careful with this one because it's a live thing. Right. So have we... Allegedly. Allegedly, can we say that a bit? Yeah, allegedly. This is about Shane Bowden. Uh, 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 murdered he's murdered not here anymore. No. Yep. Sadly depart- well, yep. departed. Yep. This is a story about Playboy with a patch. The mm. killed bikey's sex drive made him a target. His dalliances. His dalliances. Mm. He, um... Well, he had to get out of Victoria because his yep. life was threatened because he had Hush McCundy with the wife of another gang member. Yep. Apparently, that's yep. not something you do. Apparently not. In the gang world. Not so good. And it wasn't the mother of his child, so that's probably yep. another no-no. Yep. And then he got to Queensland um, and he hooked up with another yep. number uh, three young lady. Yep. And um, But she was the wife of a fink spikey who's the other side. <sighs> so he's... Um, He's making poor choices. Yeah. So he kicked. He was kicked out of the Finks after he, um, you know, did the Hush McCundy, and then he's gone up there. He's joined the Mongols, which are their opposites. So he's swapped sides. He's gone from Carlton to Collingwood. Yeah. And then, um, and then he's had another crack at uh, someone there. So basically, he's bang bang gone. Yeah. Like, I just reckon it's one of those industries where you probably don't change teams. No, I don't think so. Yeah, I reckon you probably need to stay loyal to the one. Yeah, because yeah. uh, I don't. It doesn't look good on your CV. No, I don't think so. No, no you all. I just think you might be looking over your shoulder a lot. Yes. yes. Um, yeah, I did. Uh, I did come. And across... while he was in jail, yeah, 
the Lothario. His Lothario ways do not end with his jailing. Uh, oh, He seduced right. a female prison guard. Oh, right. Who was investigated and subsequently resigned. Oh, uh, okay. So he must be a bit of a player. It, uh, it's sort of... It, it's got or, do, a, or do the late... Do some of these ladies just like the naughty boys? Is that what they're right. after? It's sort of got overtones of um, a couple of football players a few years back. Mm. <laughs> but at least they don't get shot. <laughs> <laughs> As a square up. I haven't even gone anywhere near the Western Bulldogs this, yeah, uh, this well, week, which we shan't no, be doing. No, I think you might just give that just a Tiptoe really right around the rose just, bush on I, that one. I, I'd go right away from that one if I were you. <laughs> I'd just think that's Oh, did that, someone say time for a song? That's hot potato, <laughs> hot potato that not even the Wiggles want to sing. Okay, we're going to do uh, we're going to do this one, yes. which you might not have heard before. All right. Just see what you wow. think of this one. Right, oh. Remember that one, Scotty? You probably remember it as a theme. No. Yeah, the well, background. I tell you what, I reckon there's an, another FM station that uses uh, the line, the footies on the radio. Yeah, that's um, that's Tism. Remember Tism? Tism. Tism were the guys who used mm. to wear balaclavas and paper bags on their head. Really? Yeah, no, yeah. I don't remember. Really They've got a number of football songs, and that's the cleanest one I can play on oh, the radio. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Yes. Um, no, that one's escaped me over the journey. No, there's I, that one. Yeah. And then there's this this one you might remember as well. It's it's also been on a another show. Right. Just get that to the... It's got a bit of a build-up. Ooh, I like the build-up. It's a bit moody. Yeah, I like it. Uh, it's got a bit of human nature it feel to does, it. does, doesn't it? Human league, sorry. Not human nature, human league. Oh, footy show. Yeah. Yeah. It's the anthem. Every Thursday night at 8 30. Understand, there's a fire that burns brightly inside you. Call the arms, you must stand and face your We should be running out on this oh, show. I know. 
<laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for Sam Newman to come <laughs> bursting through the door and yeah, welcome yeah. to the free show. Oh, Eddie like... Maguire out the front and That'll pull that one. And, out. Um, That's a guy called Chris Doney, and uh, yeah. no one ever knows who he is. But, good, uh, um, it's a he, good tune though. Isn't good it? royalties out yeah. of that track. Oh, can you imagine? And the other one, the footies on the radio. Yeah, and the other one I was thinking of was uh, you know Trevor Marmalade over in the corner, oh, you know, doing, doing doing his comedy piece. Bless Trevor. Oh, dear. So there you go. There's a couple of those. I like that. A couple of footies. Hey, songs. just quickly, can I share with you? Three quarter time. Yeah. Uh, Vixens and uh, the Fever. Vixens fifty. Fever forty seven. Three quarter time. Grand Ooh, final. So what was that again? Vic- Melbourne Vixens. Yeah, Melbourne Vixens fifty. The yeah. Fever forty seven, and that was three quarter time about ten minutes ago in the uh, in the netball grand final. Wow, that's awesome. Now we'll take a break. And uh, we'll be back with more footy-related stuff after this. Beautiful. Hi, I'm here to talk about the Reading Writing Hotline. It's a service that helps adults who can't read and write as well as they'd like to. The number is 1300 655 06. Give them a call if you know somebody who needs help with reading and writing. It's never too late to learn, and it's easier than you'd think. 1300 655 06. The Reading Writing Hotline, 1300 655 06. Oh, hi. It's so nice to see you. I wanted to grab a minute and tell you that I registered to become an organ and tissue donor. But it doesn't stop there, because there's always someone who'll need a transplant in Australia, which means we can all do more. We can all talk to our friends and family, tell them we want to be a donor, and encourage them to register too. So what about you? Will you say yes as well? It only takes a minute to register at donatelife.gov. This project is sponsored by the Organ and Tissue Authority. From Paran to Parkdale, you're listening to Southern FM. Well, you work to earn a living, but on weekends comes the time. You can do whatever turns you on, get out and clear your mind. Me, I like football, there's a lot of things around. Line them up together, the footy wins hands down. Up there, in there and fight. Out there and Adam, show them your might. Up there, Probably one of the more famous ones going out there, Scotty, in terms of footy songs. That's right up there. Yep. And it's right up there, but he's got Indeed. the. He's also got the. Um, this one. Well, you put a lot in and you worked real hard. There were days when you tried, there were days when you start trying to please the crowd when they're unforgiving. There are easier ways to make a living. Well, we've come along. Start of things when we've seen the joy that hard work brings. You've made us cry, you've made us smile. You've hit the front, now it's all worthwhile.
not September. <laughs> oh, it's got to, that's what I mean. But the good news is Mike Brady will be part of the grand final oh, entertainment, no. which is highly appropriate. So they're going to have him at the G. Yes, and surrounded pat, by the patch, symphony patch. orchestra. Oh, really? Yes, and he's going to sing probably one of those two I'm tipping. Oh, no. Do you know the other one for me that, that in my, my humble opinion, mm. is my absolute go-to without a shadow of a doubt. You can play it for me the next hundred years. Yep. Have a guess. Well, it's either going to be Holy Grail. Done. There. Done. Well, that's my other footy Done, song. dusted. That's the other one Don't I Don't worry about anything else. You can crank this till right. the joint falls down. We will do that.
One of the great songs I, about, um, about football that's not about football. My absolute, <laughs> it's been appropriated by my football. My absolute go-to. I'll tell you what, if the, if the like Port Adelaide, yeah. if the Saints could ever adopt a song to play as they ran out of another ground, mate, yeah, that's, that, that still gives me goosebumps, that song, when I hear that. It's and, a great and, song. And, uh, absolutely if, if this was all a norm, over it. If this was a normal year, yep. this coming week we would be at probably five different functions. <laughs> <laughs> well, there'll be a lunch every day. Oh, wouldn't there ever? And there's a strong chance Mark Seymour would make $10,000 uh, a gig uh, uh, <laughs> this week 10, singing that song. 10000 a minute. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, it would in my normal grand final week, of course, there would be uh, lunch tomorrow yeah. for my industry. There would be yeah. FPA lunch, which is a massive lunch. Yeah, right. Brownlow Medal, Carbine Club lunch on Tuesday. Yep. Then the option for a Thursday lunch, probably a Friday one as well. Wasn't the Van Sang lunch on the Thursday? Yeah, it was. was. And there's always a Friday one. So uh, it would be a, a <laughs> big week, Sir Lunch a lot kind of week. <laughs> big week, week in football. Big week in footy. <laughs> hey, um, this came to my attention through the week, and this is apropos of the grand final. Do you know which team kicked the highest losing score in a grand final? The highest. I won't make a guess. Score. It was Richmond was in nineteen seventy two. Fourteen points. They kicked one hundred and fifty points. Oh, sorry, but they, they lost. So the, yeah, yeah, sorry. Highest losing. Yeah, yeah. right. They kicked one hundred and fifty points. What year? Seventy one. Seventy two to Carlton's one hundred and seventy seven. Now, Gee we're never going to see a grand final with that high scoring ever again. If you said, if you said to me uh, they kicked 151 points in a grand final, did they win? I'd go, what are you talking about? That score would have won any grand final between 1897 and 1979. Oh, stop it. Yes. That's a great stat. It's a good stat, That's isn't it? That's a ripping good stat. Do you know who's played the most games at the MCG? Uh, oh, I'd have to think Richmond. Yeah, well, Kevin Bartlett. Oh, in terms of player, yeah, right, 413 games. Who's played the right? most consecutive games? Uh, it, it, was that Jimmy Stein? Jimmy Stein. Yep. This is amazing. Which player has played in the most premierships for an individual player? In the most most premierships. premierships. Um, and he's Hawthorne. Yeah, I was gonna. I was gonna go Dipper. No, it's Michael uh, Tuck. Tucky, yeah, right. Okay. Seven premierships from eleven grand finals. Seven. He, pl- he played in eleven grand finals to a, win seven of them. That's unbelievable. When you come from our team, that's just indescribable. Yeah, well, that's just not even in the same conversation. Who's the tallest player to have ever played in the AFL? Uh, well, isn't it old mate over at Freo that yes. was seven foot one or yes. something? Seven two hundred and eleven in the in the is new. That right. I don't know what it is in the old. He'd Lots. Big, he'd big unit, wouldn't he? Hey, um, you know Super how they use big. the Sharon? Yes. Which is iconic yes. uh, brand in football? Yes. But um, what was the other much maligned football that was the option for the toss-winning captain to use during the 90s? Yeah. Because remember when yep. you won the toss, yep. you could choose yep. the Sharon or yep. the... Yep, 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 yep. Uh, I can actually just about visualise it. Uh, oh, it had a funny name. You didn't it? had a funny <laughs> name, funny name, funny name. Sorry to put you on the uh, spot. Um, it was the... Go on. The Ross Faulkner. The Faulkner. The but Ross there was Faulkner. Another, there's another one, though, too, I reckon. Potentially. Yeah, I think so. I wasn't thinking of Faulkner, actually. The but, Ross um, Faulkner was yeah, a no, long... It was longer. It was more like a cigar. So is that like the... Uh, you know, when, when the Poms come out here, we play with our cricket ball. Yeah, and when they've got the Duke <laughs> and we've got the Cooker. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, but yeah. That, um, you could kick the Faulkner a mile. It was very good for the torp. Was it? 
Yes, was it very hard to bounce. Was it more aerodynamic? No, it was more sort of um, cylindrical, sort of more oh. like a capsule, more oh. like a torpedo kind of. Oh, point. it was more rounded, wasn't it? No, 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 it, it, was, it was sort of longer was... and pointed, yes, ah. more pointed. So do you think that's the one that Malcolm Blight had when he kicked that I ball think, about 140 kilometres? Yes, I think he might have. <laughs> That's, that's a big kick, wasn't that's it? That's the one Jeff Finning had at Marebin when he kicked a goal oh, from centre-half back. Yeah, that's right. It, uh, it went forever. Now, this is a great stat. Um, we talked about um, Brisbane had had a fairly inaccurate season. Yep. This, in 1956, Melbourne's Stuart Spencer had a shocker. Right. He had a real Barry Crocker. Yep. He, he, he kicked the equal record score for the worst goal-kicking average in a game of footy. Right. What do you think his score was, Scotty? I reckon. I reckon he's kicked one goal twelve. He's, he's, he's kicked no goals, right? And he's kicked eleven behind. Oh, I wasn't far off. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it'd be some ridiculous number. That's called a Barry Crocker. Oh, that's called a Barry Crocker. Absolutely, it is. Yeah. And it's they weren't banana kicks back in those days. They were probably out in front of goal, but. Must have been a hell of a wind. There would have been drop kicks back then. Yeah. Remember the old drop kicks? Drop kicks, yeah. Yes, yeah. I'll tell you who was a big fan of the drop kick for us was uh, Cowboy. Cowboy used Cow- to come out from full back and Cowboy kick a drop. Cowboy used drop to love kick. kicking a, a yeah. drop kick from full back. In, in the mud at Moravin. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> the, ball, the ball weighed about 28 kilos. <laughs> only went about 30 yards, but... <laughs> Now, this is the great stat, and I've got a little bit of a musical piece to accompany this. Lovely. How many goals did... Tony Lockett kick in his career? Oh, uh, it's and, something. Uh, uh, and a lot is not the answer. It's over a thousand, clearly. Yeah, no, I think it's something. It's in the 1200s. I think it's in the 1400s. It's like 1420 or something. Just come back a bit. It's in the 1300s. 13, 1360. Uh, okay. Yep, I knew it was right up there. And uh, and uh, some years ago. Kicked 14 in a game? Oh, yeah. Couple of times, yeah, no problem. Yeah, um, we from, from a couple of years ago from James Freud, who was formerly of the models, yes. dearly departed. He yeah. gave us he gave us this one, right? This little particular um, number about the great man. In Ballarat, in '66, a football legend was born. He was raised out there in the country Of cold and frosty morns He heard the game of calling But nobody ever guessed That this young man was destined To become the very best There's only one Tony Larkin. Sung to one ton of marrow. Oh, that's so good. I do remember, <laughs> remember that, that indeed. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, one Tony Lockett. Uh, we used to sing that a lot at the front bar of the Marine Hotel <laughs> on the four occasions we won during the year. That uh, did get a workout a couple of times, didn't it? <laughs> hey, uh, in breaking... So a lot of footy today. Sorry for everyone listening that doesn't like footy, but no. we're having a bit of fun with... 
Footy and footy songs, songs about footy, our favourite footy moments. Because we only get a chance. Because after next weekend, it's all flat and yeah. it's gone. Yeah, well, we're into the races and then we're into the cricket, I guess. Yeah, we've been into the cricketers going into hubs too, Scotty. Are they? Yes, they can play hubs. Is there any? Is there any more update on the Boxing Day test? No, no, no. We're quiet on that. But well, we're we've still chopped up forever a, hopeful. Well, we've chopped up a bit of the square at oh. one end, and we've set it up to Queensland, yeah. so they're going to have to have to patch that. They piece. chopped up the bit of the square where Stephen Milne's bounce happened. They oh, got rid of that. Oh, thank God. Oh, um, but the, um, the the strong rumour is it's going ahead, but uh, there might not be crowds, or there may be some crowds. 5,000 people. The maybe. MCC are not going to let no. the, the Boxing no. Day test go anywhere, mate. No, 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 no. No, no way. No, no. Hey, in breaking news there and great news, uh, the Vixens, 10 minutes ago, won the grand final. Good on them. Two goals. Good on you, girl. Beautiful. So that's a great, uh, great result. And then, of course, we've got the you Keep your eye on uh, the cars, too. Uh, yeah, well, I'm sort of, I, I'm, I'm trying it's to find a live sport. I'm trying to find a bit of a live feed, but it, they're, they're doing sort of nostalgia pieces. But I've been reading sort of little clips going carnage, wet. Oh, all the <laughs> so stuff that I, th- I like. So I, th- I think the boys might have been dancing around <laughs> on the uh, on the ice a bit up there. But um, uh, you yeah, know, they're going back to all sorts of things, and of course, um, the storm. Uh, they were quite magnificent the other night. Well, that's coming and, up. So, uh, they so they're, next they're, Sunday yeah, night. so next Sunday at seven thirty, and they're going to play the Panthers. The Panthers, yes, I saw them. Um, so that's it's another festival of sport. Next well, that's weekend. what I mean. Yeah, so you know, again, Cox played AFL, NRL. Um, we're spoiled. And we're then, very uh, spoiled. And then uh, we've got we, the Melbourne Cup. Oh, Melbourne Cup. Then yeah, so Tuesday week's Melbourne yeah, Cup. Tuesday week. Yeah, is that right? Yeah. That right? Oh. I no, Tuesday nah, fortnight. Tuesday fortnight. Tuesday yeah, fortnight. Yeah, Sorry, I'm getting, I was getting very yeah, excited. No, but... Uh, First holiday, Tuesday in November. Holiday next Friday. Um, now... Uh, yeah, what are you going to do on your holidays, Scotty? <laughs> what am I going to play golf? Well, do you know what? I probably will that day. That's probably not the worst idea in the world you, is actually going to play... will not get on a golf course Don't next reckon? Friday. Public holiday. No way. Try tomorrow morning, see how we no go. No way. Um, now, uh, I haven't tantalised you with anything about food today. No, but, uh, but, I, got, but I was waiting for you to talk to well, me I'm, about wine. Well, stand by. Oh, okay. <laughs> hey, apropos. It is 3.30, uh, and you know what's it's traditional on this program? Yeah. Come, rolls around to 3.30, it's um, wine o'clock. Wine o'clock, yes, yes uh, without the wine. <laughs> without the wine. No fluid um, in the studio. So, Scotty. again, a little article that I, that I, I love to follow, and uh, I just love the way it's written, um, and it's words by uh, Huan Hook. A uh, little illustration. Yeah. Um, I would be pleased if your full bottle column uh, punctured misconceptions about wine more frequently. As you have previously observed, there is a lot of it about. So, uh, a lot this of court- what wine about? Or misconceptions about Well, no, just misconceptions. Wine. And I just thought, well, that's going to be a nice, interesting piece. I'm going to share this with you today. Uh, so where do we start? Um, those who boast they'd never drink Australian wine, true wankers. <laughs> Apparently. Don't hold um, back, Ewan. No. Uh, Australian wine's magnificent. Australia has some of the world's best wines. Of course it does. Uh, those who think they have to spend at least $25 to get a decent wine, wrong. Mm. Those who think the Riverina and Riverland can't make decent wine, again, plain wrong. Those who think great wine always has a cork, rubbish. <laughs> those who claim the, uh, the faults in wine, especially French or Italian, are an expression of... Um, the terroir. Uh, terroir. Uh, words fail me. 
Those who excuse cork-tainted wine when the label is famous French one and it costs the king's ransom? Deluded. (laughs) I love it. Uh, Those who insist that red wine goes only with red meat and white with white? Narrow-minded. Narrow-minded. Those who think all sweet wine is inferior, they probably never tried a good one. (laughs) Oh, and there's some beauties. Oh, some of the uh, Petrides. You know, those dessert wines are magnificent. Uh, those who think, oh, yeah, uh, those who think all sweet wine is inferior, they probably ne- yeah, never tried a good one. Uh, those who think all champagne is wonderful, they need to get out more. <laughs> yeah, well, there's, there's, there's a on that. There's a price point. For yeah, no, I think I think there is. When you it need comes to be to above champagne. a certain level. Yeah, of champagne. No, I think that's right. Too. Or otherwise, it's called spumante, yeah. um, and for a very good reason. But it doesn't necessarily have to be vintage. No, it doesn't, it's Scotty. Bad. But I think you, you, you it helps. You, it helps. It helps a fair bit. <laughs> if I'm going down that yeah. path, I'm wanting it to be a yeah, bit vintage. nicer. Yeah, some, mm. Something vintage. If um, I'm going to bother, I'm, I want to do it properly. Uh, those who think wine made by fermenting white grapes with their skins is new and radical, read some history. Mm. <laughs> those who think French wine is the best in the world must have been born in the 19th century. Well, you the- know, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll be contentious. Yep. You know what I think the best wine in the world is? Uh, not Grange. No. no. I think the best wine in the Bordeaux? world comes from Piedmont in Italy, and it's Barolo. Is it? That's my... My Barolo. opinion only. Barolo. It's not okay. the opinion of the program okay. or the opinion of the radio I've, station. I've made a note of that. I don't think I've ever had but, a Barolo. Uh, it is um, magnificent. All right. Uh, it's got a baby cousin called Nebbiolo that ne- you might have heard Neb- Oh, yes, I have. It's sometimes also called Barbaresco, but get your, get your, you won't be able to afford a Nebbiolo, a Barolo, unless you've got a King's Ransom. Oh, really? But Nebbiolo is what very are we affordable. Talking? What are we talking? thousand bucks a bottle? No, I no. Probably 200 up. D-E-E. But, okay. um, but on a special occasion. That's a lot of spag bottles. I've got a birthday coming up, Scotty. Oh, you have. I'll be very shortly. Yeah. Um, so, so, sorry to interrupt. But, no, uh, very good. No, thank you. I like that. Those who think a dearer bottle is always better than a cheaper one, way too simplistic. Mm-hmm. Those who think all Riesling is sweet and shallow probably oh, haven't no. tasted many. I no. mean, you, you, you get over to the Clear Valley. Get get a Petaluma Riesling. Yes, and, or a Petaluma. You know, you know, seriously. Those who get think... Get a Pike's Riesling in Pike's Riesling, dumplings. yes. I'm all over that with you. Uh, those who think Grenache is a peasant wine... Oh, no, this is my... Oh, that's this, in my wheelhouse, Grenache. This is magnificent. They underestimate peasants. <laughs> tell you what. Hey, can we take a quick break? Because yeah. you're really wetting my appetite. Yeah, no, because I've got a little bit more to go. And so. I need to talk to you about Grenache too. Right, good. We'll just take a couple of breaks right. and some notices from our sponsors. When your future feels uncertain, it's time to ask for help. Bendigo Bank has been helping our customers through tough times for over 160 years. If you're a Bendigo Bank customer, talk to us about ways we can help you through this one. We have financial assistance packages available, so don't wait. Visit our website or contact your local Bendigo Bank branch. Together, we'll see you through to better times. Bendigo Bank, the better big bank. Southern FM sponsor. Nothing good ever happens in my life. I'm just angry and bored all the time. I don't know who I am anymore or what makes me happy. My friend said I should talk to someone and get some help. Mum took me to the doctor and he said I had depression. 
Psychologists help me deal with anxiety and stuff. You can help someone find a way back from anxiety and depression at youthbeyondblue.com or phone 1300 224636. Hey, you ready to go for a run? Make sure you keep up. Speaking of keeping up, did you get around to registering to be an organ and tissue donor like we talked about? Because it's young guys like us who are lagging behind the rest of Australia when it comes to registering to be donors. It's time we pulled our weight, I reckon, because one day it might be you, me, or one of our family who needs a transplant. That's a pretty good reason to say yes to donation. And it only takes a minute at donatelife.gov.au. This project is sponsored by the Organ and Tissue Authority. From Mordialic to Malvern, you're listening to Southern FM. And you're back with the two smoking guns. And, um, mate, you were you had me enthralled with your Grenache well, story. Well, uh, I've just I've just dialed into Bathurst. Oh, have you? Uh, and uh, we've we've got drivers being changed. There's 40 laps to go. So, yes. uh, and at this stage, it looks like Shane Van Gisbergen is leading the. So he's the Kiwi. He's uh, he's leading the pack at the minute. Sounds like um, he's Dutch. No, he's a very very good driver. Is uh, the so, Giz? Um, Giz. So get me back on. So the, right. Uh, so yes. Yeah, so finish off, uh, we, we talked about Grenache and they said it was a peasant's wine, they underestimate peasants. I'll tell you what, um, if if that's all I could ever drink again too, that yep. is brilliant Grenache. Okay, good. Uh, the people who espouse that all these views have one thing in common, they need to open their minds and their wallets and keep their mouths shut, <laughs> only opening them to sample more wine. They need to taste more widely and in doing so they need to trust their own taste buds and not pay too much attention to what loud people say or what they read in musty old books. The world of wine, like the wider world, is constantly evolving. As Bob Dylan observed as long as uh, long ago as 1963, the order is rapidly changing. I think, um, yeah, I mean, for those that um, don't drink, um, I feel sorry for you, but um, for those that do and do like wine, it's a very personal opinion, but you should sample as many different varieties as you can. I agree. Because if you stick on one thing, your palate becomes accustomed to that, and it's yep. harder to try different varieties. Yep. So um, it's you know, very subjective, isn't it's it? It's very bit, subjective. It's a bit like art for me. It is, it's, and um, it's very seasonal too. Because you know, there's certain types of a day or certain seasons where certain wine is better to drink than others. And then you know, a tannin can have a different effect on one person's palate to the next. So you and know, where you you might say yes, to me, "This correct. drinks like a like a silk bed," mm-hmm. you know, and uh, and I'll go, "Mate, it, it's got the soil of a of a dusty old and farm." Depends what you eat with it too, because yep. we did a taste test ages ago where if you eat an apple and then have a glass of wine, no wine's going to taste good because you've got all this acid in your mouth. Yes. Whereas if you have cheese, even even a poor wine will taste very good yeah, because right. you've, you know, you're coating your mouth. Yep. Anyway, there's a lot of that sort of stuff goes on. Perfect sense. And that's why food and wine and, and wine pairing is such a thing. Anyway. Makes perfect sense. But um, yeah, drink more wine. Drink more Aussie wine too. Yep. Aussie wine's great wine. Yeah, we've got uh, we've got some wonderful winemakers in this country and some wonderful regions, you know, down the peninsula and um, you know up in the Arrow Valley and the like. So, um, very passionate people that have been doing it for a long time. So, uh, as and you when say, we're allowed out, we support, can go and visit these support people. Local, yes, indeed. Because there aren't any wineries within twenty five k of my house. Uh, there's not. Uh, there's not one within twenty five of mine either. Nope. Not at all. Now, have you got got a little? Uh, got, have got an offering for us? I've got a couple of little funnies for you. Oh, like we, we need some funnies. I just got a couple of odd spots oh, that I you? thought you might be interested in. Always. Oh, These aren't theme related, 
Right. But they just, I thought they were pretty interesting. Yep. Did you know who invented the modern flushing toilet? Do you know what his name was? Uh, I was going to go um, uh, Crapper. Yeah, Tommy. Yeah, Tommy Crapper. Tommy. Yeah. 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 Yep, that's, uh, <laughs> that's, that's one of the funniest ones of all time, isn't it? I mean, seriously, Tommy Crapper invites, in, in, <laughs> invents the toilet. Yeah. I Love would it. play my Benny Hill music again. Ah, <laughs> seriously. Tell me you've got more like that. <laughs> oh, I do, I do. Good. Um, there's, there's no word in the English language that rhymes with the, with the following words. Huh? Yeah. Write those down. Yeah, orange. Month. Yeah. Orange. Yeah. Silver. Yeah. Or purple. Oh. There's a thought teaser um, for you. No words rhyme with any of those four yes. words. Interesting. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm rattling around in my head too. Anyway, while you're thinking about that, yeah. know this. I'll take it for gospel. No, Nothing no, rhymes with them. Know this. <laughs> a lobster's kidneys are in its forehead. And its teeth are in its stomach. What? Yep. A lobster's Seriously? kidneys are in its forehead and its teeth are in its stomach. That's about as weird as an octopus having a having a hook, having a beak. Yeah. 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 Do you know our left lung is smaller than our right lung? Mm. To make way for the heart? Really? Yeah, really. Yeah, there okay. you go. Right. You know the human brain is 85% water? Mm. Uh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know um, a pelican breathes through its mouth, bec- mouth because it has no nostrils? No, no, I never knew that. There you go. Elephants get two hours of sleep a day. Only two. No wonder, Only they, two. Look, no wonder they look tired. <laughs> <laughs> the world's oldest piece of chewy is 9,000 years old. Oh, God. How could they establish that? I don't know. Must be a... Must be on the bedhead. <laughs> it's, it's in a school <laughs> under the desk. <laughs> Did you know if the population of China walked past you in single file, yep. the line would never end because of the rate of reproduction? My goodness me. I was going to say it would take 200 years or something. but Yeah, yeah so obviously not. It only takes about a couple of, a couple of generations. These are, I don't know whether you like these. Oh, no, I'm, I'm quite fascinated by them. Do I, know, do, I rain, do, like, do you know reindeer like to eat bananas? No. <laughs> My Sunday will never be the same. And on like food, yes. Americans, yes. these are the American population, they consume 100 acres of pizza per day as a collective. Gee whiz. That's a lot of pizza. That's a lot of pizza. Hey? Is that directly proportional to the... Uh, Deforestation. To the size of the population in terms of each individual? I would have thought it'd oh, be... Gee. If you've ever been to America... No, I actually never have. Haven't you? No, never been to the States. You'd be amazed no. at the size of some of the people. Well, I, what, a, what people tell me is I would be amazed at the size of some of the dishes that come out because they're at the size of your head. Yeah, well, when we were... Every time we've gone, we order one dish and a salad. <laughs> and and that's more than enough for two. Do they look at you strangely when you order a salad? Yeah, but, but <laughs> then they drench it with Thousand Island dressing. <laughs> I was going to say, with aioli. Yeah, oh yeah, get me started. Um, penguins have an organ above their eyes that turns seawater into fresh water. Okay. Do you know your body? Mate? Um, I'm, I'm, they, they need to be renamed. You know what they're called now? Desalination plants. Desalination penguins. Do you know your body makes a new lining for your stomach every three days? I don't 
tell you what, I reckon that's sort of working a bit harder than that. Last couple of days <laughs> might be every three hours. <laughs> anyway. It's every three days, a brand new lining. Really? Yeah. yeah. Every living thing on earth contains carbon. Okay. There you go. Yep. Righto. On an average day, an adult spends 77 minutes eating. On an average day, 70... Oh, okay. Average day, 77. And my final one, because it's getting a little bit turgid. Um, a person living to 75 years of age yep. will have slept for 23 years of that life. 77 years of age, mm-hmm. and you've slept for 23, 23 of those of years. Yep. Really? That's it. Plenty of room. No plenty wonder, of, no plenty wonder, of time for sleep when you're dead. Scotty. I was going to say, no wonder Bon Jovi said, I'll live while I'm alive and I'll sleep when I'm dead. You, you stole the you, you took the words right out of my mouth. There you go. There's another line for there's you. Another <laughs> line. And here's another one. This is my, you got Holy Grail. Yeah. What's yours? I think I think it's this one. Have you got me covered? No, I don't think so. I, I, I think Holy Grail's magnificent, right. but I really do like this one. Righto. Oh, yeah. Side, I'll say 11 degrees I remember 
high on the hill, yeah. looking over the oh, bridge. I tell you what, it's to the uh, MCG. I, I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna call that a dead heat. Yeah, great song. I, I, huh? Mate, I couldn't put that at two. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, I mean, I, I think it's a magnificent song. Now, if I became chief in charge, I, I'm just to give you the heads yeah. up. I've just been named uh, head of entertainment for the grand final. Very good. And congratulations. Just, yeah, thanks, mate. Yeah, When's no, meatloaf yeah, playing? No, I've been, I've been working on it for a little, uh, little time, uh, and I've just been on the phone to Mister Gudinski uh, yeah. just to check the availability of a few of these people. But yeah. uh, I just wondered whether you'd be happy with this lineup on grand final day. Yes. So uh, uh, it'll be it'll be dark by the time we start. Yes. So we're going to adjust the clock so we don't have any daylight. Right. Yeah. So it's just going to and the lights will go down, and then uh, to open up proceedings, uh, Mike Brady's going to come out. Oh yes, and he's going to sing do up, up there because up there, there, yes, yes. there. So he's going to do that. Um, Mike gets to the end of maybe one or two, and then all of a sudden Paul Kelly comes out oh, after yes. him. The troubadour. So, so Australia's he, great troubadour. So he's going to sing. Uh, he sings that one. Sings that one, right? Yeah, he sings so, that. Uh, so that's the warm up. To, that's the warm up to the game. Yeah. All right, and then we get into the game. It's a cracking good game, and uh, then all of a sudden the lights go down. You know, half time, pitch black, half time. Yeah, yeah. All of a sudden, hunters and collectors oh, come yes. up. As, as a band, yeah, as, as a full band, oh, right? Yeah. So they With knock the brass. They knock everything. out three or four songs. Oh, yeah. Okay, and then uh, so that's the half time, and then at the end, and I'm tossing up between. Uh, I'm just waiting for management of each of the respects. This is the post match. This is the post match, right? Yeah. So they've done the lap and yeah. it's all gone, but there's a huge amount of excitement because the lights go down again Mm -hmm. and either Oasis come up to play or Adam Lambert and Queen and they knock out a 45 minute Queen concert Wow! under lights at the Gabba post the game. Mm. You like that entertainment? Well I do but I prefer Aussie bands. Yeah okay. Um, so you could you could replace your oasis with a midnight oil, and I'd be pretty happy. Yeah, um, and you could replace your Adam Lambert with maybe. Um, you think it's got to be all Aussie? Maybe Powderfinger. Powderfinger. Yep, something that's like okay. that. Yeah, so right I'm just I just think yep. it's an Aussie game. We we need Aussie artists, and I think this fiasco about us needing to bring international people over is um, a, f- a fallacy. But but. I'd love to see Oasis play, don't yeah, get me yeah, wrong. Yeah, yeah, It'd be pretty cool, wouldn't it? I'll tell you what, cool. here's one for left field, and I reckon, and what about Kylie? Well, why not? What about... I mean, it? if you think about what it, about I mean, if... I'm, maybe it's time for, maybe it's next week we do something on this, but there are some great Melbourne artists. Yep. And there's also some great songs about Melbourne. Maybe yep. that's a theme I might pick up for next week. I know. Great. Because... Are these uh, unknown or no, just you l- would know. little known? You would know all the work of the Skyhooks. Oh, well, a thousand percent. Right, and yeah. they would have many songs about Melbourne. That you so, so we're going to go and call them. So we're going to go back and Turek do uh, what? What do they call it? Um, what's that imagery where they? Uh, oh, imagine, imagine having Shirley Strawn as a hologram singing uh, in, in the band. Oh, yeah. Hey, that'd be alright. That'd be pretty cool, wouldn't it? Split ends. I might do that because there's a whole bunch. There's there's the great painters. James Rose. There's a great painters and Dockers song called oh. "The Boy Who Lost His Jocks on Flinders Street Station." Yes, there is. I do. We could, I could give that a run. Um, there's weddings, parties, anything we heard from today. They've got a great song called "Under the Clocks." Yep. Each under the clocks at Flinders Street Station. What about? Oh, uh, there's a million songs about Melbourne. We might do that. Mel- a a Melbourne theme. songs. Melbourne songs. Yeah, and then uh, we could also have uh, when the boys light up. Yeah, Imagine boys light up. It'd be it'd get a run. When uh, you know talking yeah. about them lighting up on the field in terms of you know well no it's beautiful people contain beautiful people. references to 
uh, Dorset Gardens. So uh, so we could take out Lambert and Oasis. I'd be happy with Aussie Cruel. Yeah, Aussie hey? Cruel. Be pretty cool. That'd be cool. So Kelly, Hunters and Collectors, Mike Brady and Aussie Cruel go well, yeah. I reckon. But I tell you what, we've been crying out. I'm onto something there. Been, I think yeah, we'll, no, I'll, I like I'll do Melbourne songs next week. We've been crying out. I can tell you, I cringe every time I watch the NRL Grand Final every year, and I have done now for about the last 10 years at least. And it doesn't matter. It sort of almost doesn't matter what the entertainment is. Under lights, with all the effects at night, is just a whole new ball game. It is. In terms of entertainment. I, I just reckon... Music like that in a stadium like that with that many people is meant to be played at night. Well, it'll be good to see how they go. I, I think they've got a few uh, yeah. bands lined up for halftime. Because so we'll the other one, go. and I don't know if you saw this, but and going back to Bathurst, I don't know what's happening at Bathurst, but I think there's about 30 laps to go. Um, they had a race last year uh, in the V8s, and I'm not sure that uh, it was under lights. And it was the most spectacular thing seeing these V8s at 300 clicks with their lights on. Under lights, it was magnificent. Well, we look forward to it under lights. Anyway, and we'll be back next week to talk all about Another show done. It. Thank you, mate. Have a great week, everybody. You run off and see the racing car. Oh, I'm going.